Hello, everybody, and welcome back to University and Beyond. I've got Joel and Keisha here with me again today. Hey. <laughs> That's always the most awkward part of I this. <laughs> I look at you guys, and you look at each other, and it's no, no talking. Um, all right, so we're going to talk about landing your first job today. So back, I guess, when, when you're getting out of college or changing, changing uh, your path and landing that first job within your career, uh, talking about that and, and how, it's, how it goes and how you feel during that process. Um, so starting off with when, when you get your offer, you have multiple offers, one offer, whatever it is, um, what are some of the important things that you guys considered when it came to choosing an offer or um, kind of what to do next with those? Uh, well, I feel like, well, okay, once you get your offers, obviously it's very exciting. Like, all you have to do is sign and you have a job. And you see the dollar signs you're about to make. Especially coming out, coming out of college or even if you're switching like from one career to the next, like ideally be a step up. But uh, like, don't lose track, I guess, <laughs> once you see that. <laughs> like definitely wait, like read through everything understand like how much PTO you're gonna get like what's the rule on vacations uh, obviously see the salary numbers but just kind of like actually read the offer letter I definitely read the ones that I got I read it multiple times yeah make sure you didn't miss anything big and then I say compare them like if you have multiple offers I mean again not to get lost in dollar signs because you could it's like oh I look the money is this one's more like make sure you read like everything in the offer letter and like do a pros and cons or whatever you have to do just to analyze and like understand which one for you is seems like a better choice. I think it's also important to look at the, the job title and the job what you're doing as a position. I think that's kind of what you were going towards, but understanding your position and making sure not only is, is the position something you want to do, but then the company that you're working in that position for is something that you agree with or something you're excited to do. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. If you have two offers to allow yourself to have that comfortability. A lot of the offer letters have uh, like the main functions which is like your field and then they have like a generic like and we have other office duties and tasks that you can do and blah blah, blah. but that's like to cover because regardless of what field you're in like there's always going to be stuff outside of your job function that you're going to have to do at one point or another all the admin stuff that no one wants to do yeah so just focus on i mean read that stuff too but focus mostly on mainly mo yeah <laughs> mostly mo mostly mainly whatever you want to call in. it please leave that in <laughs> on uh, the stuff you'll be doing on like a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah, I do have to agree. Uh, <laughs> I do. Dude, I'm just like looking outside. It's a beautiful day. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, I agree. Like when it comes to your career, I think a lot of times people chase money or chase um, something like a specific thing that they chase. And I think the only thing you should chase is what you love doing or like what you enjoy doing it might sound cliche but right there's places that'll pay you more money there's places that will give you a better title yeah give you a better title coming in but if it's not something you enjoy doing then what's the point of being there right and then so if you were if you were to chase money you could you could chase money but the thing is Every time you switch jobs then, so I'm probably going to be like, a, it's probably like a two or three year cycle that you switch jobs. Every time you switch jobs, you should make sure you get paid more than the next job and more than the next job. And if you can do that successfully, then yeah, you chase the money, you did a good job. But the success rate of that happening is less than 1%. So um, if you want to chase money, good luck, right? Or go to Wall Street. But um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't say, 
I agree with everything you just said, but I wouldn't say less than one percent. Um, it is. I, I think. Okay. Statistically, <laughs> look it up on Google. I look. <laughs> but I, I think it depends on how you transition, right? And starting your first day isn't just out of college. Like, let's say, you, like a two to three year cycle, kind of like what you're saying was good. You're ready to switch. If I, you're not getting kicked out of your job, you have a leverage. Okay, I don't think a two to three year cycle is good. I'm saying. No, no, no. no. I'm saying like uh, I say good. I mean like this realistic. Like you see it very often. Oh yeah, you see people, one person. But if you see I mean, like one two person, years, like people are leaving a company, yeah, and then moving on to something else. But you else. see one person constantly switching around every two, three years because they're offered a better position or yeah. something. Versus, so if you take a look at one point, if you stay with the company for 10, 20 years and it's a company you really love mm-hmm. and you vibe with, then they will pay you a lot more after like 10, 15, 20 years, right? Like you're not gonna be a millionaire overnight. Success not gonna happen overnight. Are you? Rolling your eyes at me. Not rolling your eyes. I just, oh, I, roll. because I don't know. I, it's yes and no. Obviously, it depends on the company, but. Oh, you arguing with me? Not arguing. Oh. Just contradicting. I think it's, it's easier because when you're at the company, you know what to expect. In five years, I make this. In 10 years, I'm a manager and I make this. In 15 years, I'm a partner. Like, whatever, whatever the track is, they always have something like lined out. If you're switching over, then. Like I was saying before, you can leverage that and get a better job title, get a better pay. That means like, like when you go to start, essentially like your quote unquote first day, like you're, you might be coming from something lower in tier, rank, pay, everything, and you're getting like a step up at this new place. Yeah, but on when it comes to your first job, right? Like, let's back up. Right now, if you're looking for your first job, I would say take what you can get because um, unemployment rates are still extremely high yeah so you should be just thankful to have a job and then if yeah if you have multiple offers then um i don't know i'm gonna i'm gonna debate on that leveraging offers for another one like if you're getting paid 68k at one place and you're getting paid 72 at the other but you want to work at the 68 place you're gonna try leveraging that 72k like for me that just doesn't show like the right impression of hey this is i'm just here i want to get paid more money but i want to work at this company like you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not really, fa- I'm not really a fan of ledgering because you're coming out of college, so you don't really have a lot of experience. You just have a lot of knowledge, and all the knowledge, extra knowledge that you need to learn, which will probably be a lot, they'll teach you. They'll pay for that training. So I think if you're two to three years in the workforce, then you're trying to negotiate salaries. That makes sense. But coming out of college, I don't think negotiating salaries is a good idea. So me personally, I didn't negotiate my salary, and I wish I would have. Oh. Somebody that I talked to. Um, brought up a good point where like there comes a certain point where you're, you're no longer the applicant and you're like the potential uh, employee. employee and once you cross that point you have a lot of leveraging power because it's like you pass the interviews they gave you an offer like they're done they potentially could be done looking for people like they've decided that you're the guy we want on our team right right so at that point if you tell them like hey I have another offer um, can you guys, you know, don't demand, I need $5,000 more. <laughs> At that point, if like, that works, that's impressive. There's a finger coming your way and the offer's getting rescinded. But, uh, what finger? Which one? Oh, the point finger, of course. <laughs> uh, but, it, you know, if you tell them, like, hey, I'm just being straight with you guys, like, you know, like, I do have other offers. Maybe it's in PTO, like, hey, uh, I value vacation days, so they're offering me an extra five. Like, is there any way you guys can, like, you know, accommodate that or, you match know, increase it, or it something. match it? Yeah. yeah. At that point, like if you talk to them sincere and you're like, hey, this is like what I'm getting offered somewhere else, it's a really good deal. 
I like you guys, but can you like help me out here? More than likely, they're gonna accommodate, or they'll just tell you like straight up, "Hey, I'm sorry, we can't do that." But at least you tried. Like they're not gonna uh, think that you're like you know some money thirsty kid who just wants to like ring them up because at that point like you guys both want each other, but you're just figuring out like the details. I think the important part you brought up is is you're not demanding it, but you're more asking and saying, "Hey, you know this company offered me X. Mm. Can you at least match or or maybe bump up a few days something to kind of compensate?" Um, because companies at the end of the day, I, I feel like they want to know what other companies are offering because they still want to be competitive in the job market because they need employees yeah. every year. They need more employees. Yeah. Um, I know at my company, we're constantly hiring people and I'm sure if our HR department finds out that a competitor of ours is offering X number of vacation days, they'll probably try and match that because they want to stay competitive and get the best of the best. Mm -hmm. And once a company offers you an offer for a position at their company they they consider you to be the best of the best out of everyone they interviewed yeah and they they essentially like Joel said picked you out of the pool of however many they were looking for and once they eliminate the, the pool that doesn't make it and they pick you you have a little more leverage and I wish somebody would have told me what you were saying how once you're not just an applicant anymore you're a potential employee that, that makes so much more sense and almost makes it more comfortable to use leverage to your advantage yeah it's scary and like i said i didn't do it but it's something i wish i would have known yeah but there's also the flip side of hey this guy has more money this guy this other guy was such a great candidate also he's just as good he will just give him the offer instead then but you do run that risk it's a risk but at the same time like they've already picked you over that other candidate right so they could just tell you no and then if you decide to leave you decide to leave they're going with the other guy yeah, but the other guy like could be just as good, right? Look at draft picks. Agreed. Look at, right? but at the same people time, people pass up on superstars all the time. Look at, the, at Tom Brady. Yeah, okay. he didn't go in the first round. Okay, right. At the same time, like, uh, I think it's almost like a relationship where, like, you're about to go to this company, and if over the smallest thing, or if you asking a question, or you're inquiring, like I said, not demanding, but you're inquiring, yeah, I'm okay, and they, they give you the boot, like. At that point, you're better off going somewhere else. Yeah, I, I agree. I think with inquiring, it works. Because yeah. I actually asked around, too, when I, yeah. when I landed my job. I did ask um, a couple friends if I should... A couple friends that worked there, I said, do you think it's worth it to ask for a pay raise? And some of them said no, and a couple said yeah. I ended up not doing it because I was happy with... What you were getting. What I got, yeah, yeah but... Yeah. So, I, I think as I mean, long as you do it the right way... You want to make big bucks go computer programming or Wall Street, and then... It okay. makes the offer a little more attractive because then now you're not deciding between the nitty gritty. Now you have the company you want with the offer you want, and you're like yeah. actually ready to start. Like it's got to be yeah, 100 happy. I think the biggest thing is the company culture. This is the biggest, most important thing is mm -hmm. what company culture uh, aligns to you and what matters to you. Right? Do you want to work for the company that's just pressing you 80 hours a week and just grinding it out? Some people love that high-paced environment, that fast-paced stuff. Or do you want the one where it's 40 hours a week and you're just chilling right after you log right off and things like that. So I think company culture is huge and it really depends on what type of person you are and what you want, right? Like what career you want. I think one of the underestimated things to leverage with your offer is a start date. I know for me, really? my start date initially, I, like, I wasn't something I was like, I'm going to leverage, I'm going to leverage that and, you know, push it back further. But my, my manager now, he gave me that option. He's like, you know, we're, we're, we're flexible with the, the start date. We have it for 
mid-July, but you know, if you want, we can push it back. Just let me know. Like, I understand it's your you're yeah. coming into summer vacations with family whatever i want to make sure you're able to get all that stuff done before starting like i want you to be fresh yeah. and a lot of companies want you to come in fresh and not drain directly out of school a lot of companies know now too is like when you sign okay let's say you're going through the regular recruiting process so you'll go recruit for in august sign by november december so you still have that second semester of school a lot of companies do know that when you're done in May, from like May to June, July, right? You're traveling the world with the sign-on bonus they give you, and you come work in August. So I think most start dates they have in late July or early August, which is pretty cool. And I think so, vice versa to what Nate was saying, like instead of pushing it back, if oh, you yeah. if you did want to work earlier, like they're more typically they're more than willing to accommodate. You know, whether it m might not be through the starting title, but maybe a summer internship or like they do push your start date up. Yeah, that's true. Like they'll. Like I said, once you pass that that line, they're they want to work with you and not against you. Yeah, and and when you finally get that chance to sign your name on the dotted line, so to say, yeah, it's uh, it, to or me solid, I mean, or solid line, <laughs> either one, but um, but it's it's I don't know, it was something special. It, like I I was able to accept the offer verbally to my my manager and and. I know right away I was like I want to tell everyone like I just yeah. accepted my first job like I'm I'm going to the big leagues mm -hmm. yeah, signing um, full time is great, great it's it's something special I don't know yeah. it, I mean you're signing your life way to work the rest of <laughs> the rest of your life but it's it's just awesome then you go out and celebrate even better any way you can celebrate any way you can celebrate whether it's going going out with a group of friends going out with family going out and buying a hundred shots of whatever it might be yeah um it's it's worth You're doing so for focused. sure i think I uh you. I, like you touched on one point earlier 100 jaeger bombs for the record <laughs> if we're gonna keep it on the record let's clear it up uh, everyone's laughing because i signed full time and with part of my signing bonus i bought 100 jaeger bombs at the local bar at u of i sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do so, you yeah. know what hey we support you I we were just mad first, you didn't invite us i remember the first 25 minutes and it was great so I'm, <laughs> the next three to four hours probably have been so much better just remember drink responsibly people you brought up a good point uh earlier about kind of being the best candidate of yep. the pool or one of the best because it might be hiring multiple people not nah, be the best but i think be the best. uh you know there comes a there comes a shift in your process of starting it's like you're the applicant and then you're being considered and once you sign that thing you're the employee so now it's no longer like i have to get the job now it's like you need to excel at the job so i think something big that comes with that like yeah, starting you your first day is like all the prep work that goes into it once you sign on that dotted line or solid line yeah, it's, go beast it's, mode. it's yeah. game time stop yeah work ethic so what when you guys sign signed up for for your first day and you're you're getting ready the night before what what did you guys have in line and ready to go before you started so i had my i'll take this one off real quick i had my <laughs> you had a better start day than i did i had my outfits for the week oh yep monday through friday like jeans match with the shirt Pick to a tee yeah jeans? you wore jeans oh it's casual savage the first day the work industry is getting a lot more yeah casual. definitely casual. chinos i still wear slacks like don't don't wear a tie if nobody else is wearing a tie in the office. Don't be afraid to ask your boss. Ask. Most important thing you can do. The first the first yeah. thing you should you should give your boss a call or when you call him and t say, hey, I accepted or her and or accept recruiter, it. Whoever, you're whoever it to. is, say, hey, you know, 
want to make sure that like I'm prepared what what are some things I should know coming in and, and most of the time they'll tell you dress and X Y and Z yeah. where to go yeah. how to get there so on Honestly, so it's it's quarters of season so just rock that but but that being said also whether whether HR department your manager says you know wear a polo. shorts and a t-shirt wear yeah. a polo whatever go even don't go like 12 steps ahead but yeah. like take a step ahead and you know wear slacks if they say wear wear khakis or jeans yeah. just for that first day to make that first impression because that's important my mm-hmm. advice is dress up until they tell you to dress down yeah it's a good way to look at it yeah i'm gonna trademark that i just thought of it that's not bad dress up so okay i'll make sure make sure you <laughs> <laughs> but uh so i had my outfits for the week uh, first day, they always ask for, it's like a lot of training and videos and onboarding. So like always have your social security card, your passport or ID. It's a lot of like technical stuff that you don't want to be the one in the room when they're like going around and everyone's got their stuff. And you're like, oh, I forgot my social security card. You know, it just makes you look a lot worse than everybody else. Um, yeah, you gotta be prepared. Oh yeah. And, and, and I mean, if you want to get paid, you need most of the stuff. You know, you need your social security card, otherwise they can't put you into uh, payroll. Yeah, uh, it's so that's pretty much it. As far as like prep work, I would just say like as far as outfits, um, having my bag packed the night before, like knowing how long I was gonna take there, making sure the number one rule be on time. So how how early did you guys get to your first job? Well, Keisha, how early did you log on before <laughs> before your first right, job? So first I started day. during quarantine. So March twenty third, I started. Um, that was during quarantine, and I think I had to be logged on at eight a.m. So. I woke up at six, worked out, and then like eight took shower, and then I think I logged on at seven forty, just threw my patty on, and then seven forty logged on. So about Patagonia, tw- yeah, okay. twenty minutes early was that? Right, you started at yeah. eight. Yeah, well, good. I yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I no. mean like office setting. Even if you're going in, it's always important to be early, even on your first day, or even when it comes to starting. Right, like. You don't want to be that guy that rolls in right at 8 a.m. You want to be the guy that's there at 7.45, 7.50, that's there at his desk prepared, ready to go, right? So I did the same thing with the online concept. So even today, it's an 8 a.m. start, but I'll log on at least by 7.45, 7.50, just so I'm ready to ready to go by 8 a.m. Yeah. Joel, how early, how early were you to your first day? Uh, I To be honest, I don't remember starting, but I remember from one of my internships, my first internship with the company that I'm at, uh, I was going to start. I made sure to be on time, maybe like 15, 20 minutes early, which is standard. Huge blizzard hits the night before. And it took me like an extra half hour, 45 minutes to get there. So at that point, supposed where's, to be. Where's there and where are you? Uh, Buffalo Grove. So it's like under normal circumstances, like 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it took like an hour or more. And we were supposed to start at 8. I didn't get there probably until like 8.30, 8.40. And I pull into the office, like, freaking out because my first internship, first day, I'm totally screwed. Like, everyone's going to call me out. And I get there, and everybody else was late. <laughs> no one was in the office. <laughs> because it was a blizzard, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, as much as you prepare, like, you want to – imagine if I didn't prepare. I'd show up at, like, 9, 9.30. Mm-hmm. So. Well, yeah, my I, – I think I rolled up probably, like, maybe 20 minutes early, yeah. you know, 25 minutes. Definitely and don't I, be there at, like, 6 a.m. Like, don't be that guy. Yeah. Oh, and, I've, been, I've been here since no. 7. When did you get here? Yeah. No. And and I'm I'm in a, an office where it's a little smaller, so, like, I know when people are there. Like, the parking lot's small. Right. But I didn't know going in was there was a parking lot in the back and in the front. So mm-hmm. I'm parked in the front. Everyone in the whole – like, my office, are they're in the back. And I was, you know, waiting in the car, like, is that my boss? No. Is that my, no? Oh, like geez. just waiting, 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 
And it was getting to be like, I don't know, like 10 minutes, like 7.50. And I had to be up there by 8. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to go in. Like, I'll just wait outside the door and make it look like I've been here for a while. I go up there and, and I open the door and they're they're in there ready, like working and all that. And he's like, oh, like, like, like how you doing? Like, good morning, whatever. Like, like he, didn't, he didn't care. And I was like, oh, like, nope, I'm good. Like, I was waiting in the parking lot. Didn't know you guys were up here. I want to come up and join you guys. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it, it is important no matter what you do to make that first impression, though. Yeah, I think... First impression's last. Yeah, the it first lasts. impression is... And we talked about it in dress, but also in attitude, there's... So the opinion I have is two. Don't be somebody you're not the first day just to be like that guy who's like... That's already trademarked. They were phenomenal. Wow, they they were just outstanding, this and that. And then, like, once you're into the company, you're a normal employee, like, they're always going to have that first impression. They're going to be like, oh, wow, they're nothing like they were the first day. Mm-hmm. So I think it's twofold. Like, don't do that. Like, don't set the bar so high. You're, like, completely different than who you would normally be. I think just be yourself but on top of your game. Like, yeah. make sure you're talking to people, saying hi, like, the small things. This is a good time to quote Matt Nagy. Be you. <laughs> yeah. So be you. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Dude, on his Bears game. So every single Bears game, Matt Nagy has, like, a giant laminated poster of all the plays he wants to run. Yes. And in the bottom right corner is this giant blown up boards of be you. Period. Well, that's good. It covers Matt it. Matt Nagy, everybody. Yeah, that covers it. <laughs> yep. good, old, good old Bears. That's it. Just be you, but, like, be on <laughs> top win. of your game. Yeah. Be on top of your game. Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to the relationships that you're going to build. And, and as you were saying, the first impression matters because that's what establishes and starts the relationship mm-hmm. with your coworkers, with people you buy from at work, people that buy from you at work, whatever it is, um, or just people you talk to. The, the relationship that you build with them starts the first time you meet them and will continue. So if you start off on a high note and as soon as you show one thing that's bad, you're going to fall right back to, to the bottom, whereas it's harder it, and it's harder to climb back up. You know, if you start off at a high foot and, and kind of plateau, although you really shouldn't ever plateau in life, um, it's better than, than like, you know, hitting yeah. rock bottom. So, um, first day, you guys walk in and you're talking to your boss and they tell you, you know, at lunch, we're going to all go out as an office, get to know everyone a little better, the team, and oh, we're going to buy you lunch. I love team lunches. <laughs> team lunches are the best. I love what what lunches. were some of the things you were worried about in the back of your head about, about your first lunch at, with your company? Uh, do you want, uh, I can go first for that. So, I kind of got the hang of it by the full time since I had four internships. So... The first first internship, I was like, all right, should I just offer to pay for myself? Should I not offer? And then, <laughs> so I pulled out my credit card when the bill came out. And the, my boss was like, oh, don't worry. It's covered by the by the company. I was like, oh, okay, that works. Um, second internship, same thing. And then by the time that rolled around, I was like, all right, I'm not. I'm just, um, I, still pull, I still pull out my credit card um, on the first lunch. So it's like, I don't want to expect that they're paying because sometimes there's companies that don't pay, correct? So um, I just put my credit card out and then if they if they don't say anything, then I'll put my credit card in. If they do say, oh no, it's don't worry, it's on the company, then I'm like, okay, then I'll go ahead and keep it in my wallet. So I do, I am prepared to pay, but I have never paid, so. Yeah, I'd say no alcohol, first that, rule of thumb. Yeah, that was yeah. my second thing. E- even point. if well, you're. Okay, if my boss, Ordered a beer. I'm gonna order a beer. Not on my first day. I personally wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I think uh, if you're second I mean, lunch, 
And somebody does it, you'd be like, all right, cool, I'll do it. If your boss says, like, do you want something, then, you know, that, that's breaking the, yeah. the barrier. I think yeah. there's a difference, though, right? right? Like, when you get the menu and, you, and the, your boss goes, or the lady goes, what can I get you? I'm not going to say, oh, can I get a, can I get, uh, like, a Michelob Ultra? I'm going to say, oh, can I get maybe mm-hmm. uh, iced tea or water or whatever I'm feeling, but that's non-alcoholic. But then if my boss orders a beer, and then all the people I'm out with order a drink, I'm also going to order a drink then. Even if it's the first lunch, like it's the company culture, right? Yeah, that's true. It does depend on the company culture. Yeah, but so I guess I'll call dependent. Um, dependent Obviously on for twenty one. If you're gonna order, order or not. <laughs> try to pull no fake ID BS. And then, yeah, I mean, don't be afraid to order. Like, don't if you're going to like a nicer sit down place, like, don't be the guy to get a filet mignon that's like fifty dollars. Like, kind of gauge the room, ask around, see what they're getting, what they prefer, because mm-hmm. odds are they've been there before. So they, yeah, have, they yeah. might try like, oh, try the salmon salad. You look at the price, and at that point, that's for me. <laughs> I look at the price. I was like, okay, anything in this range is good. Like, yeah. I can order from this, this, and that. So don't order the whole menu just because it's free. Also, don't order something that'll make you look like a slob when you're eating it. Also true. Like, like don't, don't get ribs. Don't get ribs. Don't get like something. Even burgers. To... On the first day, I'm like, mm, yeah. I'll just go to salad. Think, think, think <laughs> smart. I go with the burger for bro. the first day. No. Yeah. Think smart on what you're ordering and and also how much because keep in mind that you have to work. The rest of the, the day, yeah. you know, you, you food comas are real. Food comas oh, yeah. hit, especially when you're at work. You're sitting at your desk, you're like, oh, 1 30, oh, it hits oh, at 1 30 p.m. Yeah, 1 32 o'clock. You're like, you uh-uh. gotta take a late lunch, like 2 1 p.m., 2 p.m. lunches are always the move, especially your first day. Because, right, mm-hmm. typically you go out to lunch and then you come back, and it's like you're watching all these videos, yeah. you're doing these trainings. Oh, it's so easy just to close your eyes and just like knock out, yeah, yeah, which I've seen people do. So. I've learned very quickly to like work like when i'm when i'm not really like feeling like taking a whole hour for lunch just work and eat at the same time and, and like a, and just and just yeah, kind of like kind of coast yeah. through lunch because it doesn't hit you as hard true yeah, you know it's, it's a little easier or what i'll do is like once or twice i'll uh well, i was super tired so i ate my lunch while working i still busted out my work and then I went downstairs and took a half hour nap in the lobby. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I would ever do that. Yeah. I when used I, to nap in my car too. I, oh I, a couple of coworkers of mine, I've, I've heard they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go take a nap in the car, whether if, they do it or not." I if don't it's know. an hour lunch break, I'll go eat something real quick, 15 minutes. I'll set a timer for 40 minutes. I'll just knock out. So yeah, like, that's oh. dangerous. That's too dangerous <laughs> for me. <laughs> um, one thing I I do do sometimes is when I eat lunch and I'm like oh that's gonna put me to sleep in a couple uh, in a little bit I go like walk around my building or you know yeah. just just take a quick walk in the, at the end of lunch yeah just kind of gets things I moving. I don't think it's that weird either because no one really knows where you're going no. even if you're just going to the break room to grab out water or something like yep. just get up move yeah. around there was there was one time I had I I was like I'm just gonna go get up and I'm gonna walk around the building and some random person walked out of the building behind me. And I was like, okay, this is awkward. This is awkward. What am I going to do? Like, I'm just, oh and I gosh. walked to my car and I was like, oh, I forgot my keys. I walked back up to the, bu- walked back to the building and they're like, oh, it happens all the time. I was That's like, smart. yes, that yeah. worked. Casual. <laughs> just make it casual. Have fun with it. I think on your first day, like, regardless of whether you're falling asleep, it's good to like do a lap around the office. Yeah. Like you get familiar with like where everything's put, even like the printers and copiers and stuff. Like you don't want to be, uh, you know, looking like, <laughs> looking like an idiot if you're like circling, like. Have you ever seen printer A or South printer? Like, I can't find it. <laughs> Did uh, you have that experience, Joel? No, not, oh. not me personally. Uh, you know, just other people in the office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, re- regardless of their titles, like, everybody kind of wants to meet you because you're the new person. Like, they might be working with you, if not, like, see you around the office. So, 
as awkward and painful as some of the conversations might be, like definitely go around and say hi to even like a couple people like every day that week. It doesn't, you don't have to hit like the whole office in one day, but um, it just kind of makes working with in the future or like knowing that you're there easier. Uh, that honestly, for me, that was something I, I didn't want to do and, and I wanted to do, but I was afraid to do it. Yep. Um, and that's big for my, my job because I'm not in an office with everyone that I need to talk to at all the times. I'm in a smaller office and you know, it's kind of split up and part of my job is working with different divisions or working with different people outside of my office. And the first like week, I think it was the second week of my job, we went to our headquarters for our boot camp, and it was kind of like a, a over, information overload session. And in between the sessions, I would try my best to go out and like introduce myself to whether it was the speaker that spoke to us for that time or somebody that my manager said, hey, make sure you see, see, who, see who this person is and chat with them, just kind of get to know them. And it makes a difference now when I go back to talk to them Especially the first time, I was like, hey, I don't know if you remember me. I, I met you at boot camp. Like, it was great to talk to you about X, Y, and Z. Um, and it just it makes that first contact that much easier. Yeah. Because then you have something to kind of relate back to and, and go go after again. Yeah, I think it's, it, a lot of times, like Joel was saying earlier, be yourself. Don't be fake, right? People will fake themselves. People will try to act the way they're not. That's not you. Be be yourself and make that per honestly the big thing is making that personal connection with someone so you're just relating on oh you're a Cubs fan I'm a Cubs fan oh you like Harry Potter I like Harry Potter like any connection you have that's where it'll mean more because now when the person sees you they're going to relate it back to oh I remember talking about this with this person because I also share that interest even if it's like something controversial like oh the Bears are the best team in the NFL no, the Patriots are, right? Like, even something controversial like that, if it's like a huge sports fan. Um, and the Buccaneers with Tom Brady now, or? Yeah, the Bucks, TB12. <laughs> I agree. But, like, some, like, once or twice I ran into this huge Packer fan, and now I'm a huge Bears fan. So now we know who each other are. We have no disrespect to each other, but it's like he knows who I am, and I know who he is. And it's the same thing with colleges, right? There's rivals within colleges. Right now I work at a place where Ohio State, and um, there's a lot of alumni from Ohio State in Michigan which are some pretty big rivals for U of I, right? So it's just everyone just making that personal connection matters mo the most, I think. I think it's also good to make a personal connection with your office and like and oh, yeah. your specific cubicle, right? So like your cube mates? Exactly. Like, yes. and, and if you think about it, you know, you're going to be in that cube or office, whatever it is, for so long. Mm -hmm. um, if it's okay with your company, your manager's okay with it, whatever it is, like put things up that talk about you or like your college that you went to your university your favorite sports teams whatever it is because not only will that like make you feel a little more i guess at home but also if somebody that you've never met before walks up and they see that you went to u of i and they went to purdue and they're they hate u of i whatever it is they'll be able to be like oh you went to u of i and it instantly starts a conversation yeah you know whether it's going back and forth about u of i and purdue or just about mm -hmm. sports in general whatever it is it gives you something to talk about then yeah Anything else um, that you guys can think of that we were that we found important or that you guys really utilized on your first day um, to solidify and kind of land your job? My Apple Watch. Oh my God! <laughs> so I didn't look like I was on my phone. <laughs> All my notifications went to my watch. Oh, that's also a good point. Yeah. Nah, don't be on your phone. 
Don't yeah. be a millennial. Especially your first day. Even if you see other people on their phone, like check it during lunch. Do the Instagram, yeah. can wait. Yeah, keep it away. Yeah. That, that's a really good point. I'm pretty sure I put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Yeah. Because I just did, I didn't I wanted to really make sure I made that Androids first impression. Androids have that option. Yeah. Yes, Keshav. <laughs> Androids have every option that Apple phones uh, have. They don't have blue messages. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, anything else? No, I think I think the main thing to really remember is don't be afraid. You know, your your first day. Everyone has their first day. Everyone's nervous on their first day, and everyone that you're walking into the same building as knows that you're nervous and are there to support you. At the end of the day, you're one team, one company, and you're gonna support each other through it all. Um, so yeah, I mean, if, if you guys um, have questions for us on this, please make sure to reach out, uh, whether it's a direct message or a comment on, on what post would it be? The University and Beyond Instagram, Instagram page. <laughs> um, so make sure, make sure you check out the University and Beyond Instagram page. Hit my uh, line. At University and Beyond. Um, and leave a comment or uh, send a, send us a message, and we'll be, make sure to address it in our future podcast. Yeah. Just slide in the DMs, and you're good to go.